Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Happy Hippie Homestead Podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Juba, helping you find happiness and joy on your homesteading journey. Today is Wednesday, December 14th, 2022, and this is episode number 57, I believe, and our topic for today is crafting and creativity. I think these are, this is a super fun topic to talk about because it's something I'm very passionate about. I was going to say something. Oh, I can't believe it is the 14th of December. We are closing in fast on Christmas, so I hope you have all your stuff planned. Um, I seem a little distracted, but that's because as I'm recording this, all three of my sweet little animals are trying to get pets at the same time, so I'm trying to uh, multitask a little bit here. <clears throat> so we're going to get right into crafting, which is going to lead us also into creativity. So crafting, I did look up the definition of this beforehand, and it is an activity or hobby of making decorative articles by hand. It's a form of self-expression, and this can be anything. It is super vague when it says a decorative article made by hand. It can be anything. Anything can be a decoration. So that can include fiber work. If you know how to knit or crochet or quilt, anything like that, embroider, cross-stitch, you can do, I guess embroider and cross-stitch is more needlework than fiber work, like your knitting and crocheting is. You can draw as a form of crafting, I think. Painting, wreath-making, scrapbooking, weaving, um, pottery, sewing, knife making. There are so many different things that you can do that to me is a craft, something that produces a decorative article made by hand. Maybe you're great with a sewing machine and you sew and make things that way. So I love crafting and doing different crafts and trying different crafts because it leads to, it taps into our creativity. And creativity is the use of imagination or original ideas that produces an artistic work. So now creativity does not have to be pigeonholed into crafts only. Creativity can be lots of different things like writing. Um, You can be creative with dance, theater. So those are all creative things you can do that aren't necessarily crafts because it's not going to produce a decorative article made by hand. I think everybody has creativity inside of them. All of us do as human beings. I think it's a matter of channeling that into some kind of craft or skill. So when I say skill, that's where I mean like the dancing, theater, writing, or some kind of craft like basket weaving, knife making, welding, whatever it might be. So I love crafting so much, as I said before, because it allows you to tap into our creativity that we have as human beings, but it also allows you to make something tangible. 
You can make something tangible that you can either hang up in your house to put on display. Maybe you make something tangible to wear. I'm currently sitting under a beautiful knitted blanket that I made. I love that it's tangible because to me that opens the door to a lot of things. So I've mentioned before I'm doing handmade holidays this year and that has required me to go kind of above and beyond with the crafting and really figure out what is it I want to make, what can I make, who would like what with what I'm making. So I think crafts make great gifts. I think crafts are a great thing to have in your house. I think they're a great heirloom that you can pass down to your kids and your grandkids and future generations. I personally, uh, one of my great grandmas was really into knitting and she actually knit baby sweaters for us great grandkids to pass on to our kids. And right now my grandma is holding on to them for us until we have kids of our own. Then we'll get a sweater made by my great grandma. So that'll be my kid's great great grandma made them a sweater before they even were a thought this great grandma that did this for me she passed away I must have been five or six years old you know so I wasn't in my 20s or 30s where she was thinking about me having kids I was a baby myself when she made this for my babies and I think that is beautiful uh, so my grandma also one of my other great grandmas used to cross stitch she also knitted, but her thing she loved was cross-stitch, and she made all these beautiful cross-stitch items. So what my grandma did for Christmas one year, all of us grandkids and kids, grandkids, great-grandkids, she went ahead and took all these cross-stitched things and got them framed, all the Christmas ones that she could find. So I've got, I believe, a snowman and something else framed they're small frames it's not like a huge 11 by 16 or whatever frame the little four by six frames two of them that i have with cross-stitched as cross-stitched snowman and the other one's also christmas themed but i can't think of it right now it's at work so it's not at home and to me that is a keepsake that's something that I will always have. And with my Christmas decorations, I am always going to pull out. I am always going to put up. And I love that I brought it to work this year because it's actually sparked some conversations <clears throat> with some of my coworkers because my coworkers will ask, oh, do you cross stitch? And I could say, no, my great grandma actually made that. And then my grandma had them and got them framed for all of us kids. And that is something super special. So that's one of the reasons why I love crafts so much, because when you're gone, you don't know what that could mean to your family. Now, I'm not saying go ahead and make all the crafts, hoard them in your house somewhere, never let them see the light of day. No, I think they're meant to be enjoyed, to be loved, to be worn, to be used, to be seen and showed off. I can't wait to start working on some stuff for my future generations, maybe, to pass down and to keep. I think it's something, crafts, I think, are things that we might be losing, if that makes sense, because there are so many other things out there we can do. 
there's TV now, there's computers now, there's Netflix now, like there's all these other things that people in their 20s and 30s are doing instead of the crafts. And you don't have to take up knitting. You don't have to take up wreath making. You can take up whatever interests you. And what's really cool about a lot of this, having these, doing these crafts, channeling your creativity, you might decide today you want to do some embroidery and tomorrow you maybe want to try to knit. The next day you maybe want to try wreath making you can experiment, you can channel, you can do all these different things. So for me with the knitting, I've been knitting for a really long time. For the last 13 years, I have knitted consistently. But before that, I learned to knit when I was 11. I learned in Girl Scouts and didn't love it that much. So I stopped doing it for five years. And then when I was 16, my great grandma passed away and she had a lot of knitting gear. Nobody in my family knew how to knit. My grandma does, but she had all the knitting stuff she needed. So everybody remembered that when I was 11, I learned to knit. So I inherited all of her knitting supplies. I'm talking everything, like needles and a bunch of yarn. Like I inherited all of that. And it kind of filled me with this sense of pride. And I decided that I wanted to learn how to knit again. Because after five years, I was not a pro knitter at 11 by any means. So I actually had to YouTube how to cast on and start a scarf, how to do a purl stitch and a knit stitch, how to cast off a scarf. And trust me, those first like seven, eight, nine scarves that I made were freaking hideous. And I'm really glad I only made them for myself and I wasn't making them for a bunch of people. And then when I hit 18, 19, 20, I decided to be more adventurous and I got into making socks and hats and all these other really cool things. And I started with just scarves. So I'm here to say I want you to try new crafts, try new things, but also know that the beautiful knitted hats with cables that you see are not beginner friendly. Not that you can never make one, but that's not what you're going to start with. And you need to have the patience to continue if that's your goal to make a pretty cable knit hat. You need to have the patience to get good enough with that craft. So I think there's a fine line between trying different crafts, seeing what you like, and then if something sticks, that's what you take the time, hone your skills, and get really good at. It can be anything. Um, when I was also a little kid, I loved to embroider. Loved it, loved it, loved it. And I kind of fell off of it. But I picked it back up again last year and have made some beautiful stuff. I've gone back and forth with scrapbooking too. I go through phases where I love scrapbooking, make everybody a scrapbook, and I don't do it for a while. And then a few years later, I pick it back up, make everybody a scrapbook again. So these things are okay. I don't want you to put pressure on what creativity and what craftiness is supposed to look like because it can look different for everybody. Maybe you don't want to embroider and knit and make your own wreaths and scrapbook 
Maybe you just want to make knives. Maybe you just want to do woodworking. And I say just, those are some big cool things that you can do. I think there's something out there for everybody that they can use their creativity with. And I would love to see people try to channel that creativity into a craft, into a decorative article made by hand, something that you can gift to people, something that you can make and pass down to your children. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're using your creativity to dance or sing or write, whatever else it may be that's more of a skill with the creativity, by all means, please keep doing it. I love that for you, and I want you to keep doing that. But imagine what you could also do if you channel that creativity into a craft as well as a skill. I think it could be really good. It could be really fulfilling. It could mean a lot to your family and friends. If not today, tomorrow, but down the road when you're no longer around, it could really mean a lot to people. So start something new for yourself. We're here approaching the end of the year, going into the beginning of the year. Maybe you'll get some random gift cards from family or friends to different places, whatever it may be. Maybe you get a little bit of Christmas cash from somebody, a relative or friends. Maybe use some of that to get some kind of craft. Crafts don't have to be big and expensive. You don't have to buy a whole brand new fancy top-of-the-line sewing machine. You can if you want to, but buying a pair of knitting needles and a skein of yarn, really low cost to kind of get some some crafts started. They also, in like the needlework section, have all these beautiful kits that are also relatively cheap, easy barrier, low barrier of entry. So places like Hobby Lobby and Michael's will totally have tons of craft ideas. So even if you're not sure maybe where you want to start, you can kind of wander up and down the aisles for a little bit and see what do I want to do? Do I want to tie-dye t-shirts? Do I want to whatever it might be that's there? Get a canvas, get a sketchbook. I will say if you have a Michael's by you, I love Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby is great. I love Michael's more, I think, than Hobby Lobby, specifically from a standpoint that Michael's does a percentage off for military veterans as well as teachers, and I think senior citizens all get a percentage off at Michael's, and they do a cashback rewards on top of that. So right now, I get, uh, I think, 10% off, yeah. 10 or 15%, 15, I get 15% off for being a veteran and I get 6% cash back on whatever I spend. And a lot of times they have coupons. So if what you're trying to buy is full price, sometimes they'll have a 30% off coupon. A lot of times they they put stuff on sale. So like their beads that I buy for the bracelets I've been making, I can get at 50 or 60 or in the last week, they were 70% off. And then I could use my 15% off on top of that. So I'm buying my beads 85% off. 
and then earning 6% cash back to use at Michael's on top of that. So I'm basically getting beads for 91% off, which is a great steal, if I say so myself. Hobby Lobby did away with their coupons. So basically, you have to catch what you want on sale or you don't get it. You don't get any kind of sale, no additional discount. So not to hate, not to hate on Hobby Lobby. Hobby Lobby serves its purpose for a lot of things, but I really do love Michael. So you can go to both. You can go to either or. Doesn't matter to me. I think starting off a new year, try a new hobby. Whatever that might be, try a new crafting hobby. Let me rephrase that. Make yourself a new craft and don't put pressure on yourself and say, this craft I've got to make perfect because I'm gifting it to so-and-so. No, just do it for you. See if you like it. See how it goes. And if you love it, keep going. Get more. Do more of it. Next thing you know, this could turn into handmade holidays for you next Christmas. Uh, I'm kidding, but I'm not kidding all at the same time. I really enjoyed making Christmas presents by hand for everybody this year. I think it meant a lot to me. It took a lot of planning planning ahead of time to try to figure out what was I making for who, realistically, how much time did I have to make those things. So it took a lot more forethought. You know, I couldn't start planning Christmas on Black Friday because I made everything by hand. I had to know far enough in advance what I was making for who and how long I would need to do that. So requires you to be a little bit of a planner if you're going to do some handmade holidays, but I really enjoyed it. Now, would I say it saved me a ton of money? I'm not sure. (laughs) From a knitting perspective, it did because I already have a lot of yarn. I already have the knitting, all the different knitting needles. I did make a few scrapbooks, so the scrapbooks didn't save me any money, even though I caught things on sale. Don't get me wrong, and I used coupons and cash back. But the scrapbooks I make, I love stickers. So it definitely started to add up really quick in price for me per scrapbook. Um, so I'm not, I don't think Handmade Holidays is the cheap way out. It can be cheaper depending on what you already have available on hand to make stuff with. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's cheaper. So I will let you guys know how the gift giving goes and what people's responses are when they see some of the stuff that I made for them. (laughs) So we will see how that goes. So I also want to pause here and say, if you're going to try a new craft, I don't want you to jump completely down the rabbit hole up front. It would be beneficial if you just test the waters. Like if you're going to get into knitting, I wouldn't suggest you go out there and buy 12 different size knitting needles and 17 different skeins of yarn. You should probably have a project in mind, like Google something, a beginner knitting project, and then buy specifically what that project needs. (laughs) Before you go and buy all, the, buy all the things, I have a bad habit sometimes of just jumping completely into the rabbit hole and that's it. Like there's no saving me, you know, but that's okay. So that's why I'm saying it up front here. Just kind of take a break, take a step if you need to and not jump head first into these crafts. 
And there's so many ways to learn these crafts. If you enjoy reading and learning that way, there's books at the library. There's blog posts out there. There's everything that you can get your hands on. You can also take a class. Sometimes the local community college offers a class maybe on pottery. If you're interested in pottery, my the community college when I lived in New Bern, somebody was offering knitting classes. Like there's all different types of classes out there. And when I say classes, it can be in person. I think for certain things it probably should be in person, like pottery or welding, maybe even woodworking. It might be easier in person. I don't know. But you can also take virtual online classes. You can learn a lot off YouTube as well. That's how I taught myself how to knit. That's how I teach myself new stitches. That's how I have, that's how I taught myself how to circular knit. So I could make things like hats and uh, socks that need a circle sometimes. So I love YouTube, but there's so many ways that you can learn how to do a new craft, start a new project to channel your creativity with. I think you're going to find once you get that creativity flowing, you may not be able to stop it or shut it off. You might then get excited and say, well, shoot, I just made that crocheted dishcloth. What if I tried this crocheted thing over here too? What if I try a baby hat? What if I try, you know, you might find yourself eventually going down the rabbit hole if you really like what it is that you found. Or maybe the creativity will start where you say, wow, I really loved that needlework project. Why don't I try knitting? And why don't I try drawing? Why don't I try like all these things? The sky is the limit with creativity and crafting because it all comes from somewhere inside of you. And I think that's an important piece of what makes us human besides our beautiful emotions that we have. I think this creativity, the imagination, our brains are a big piece of what also makes us human beings and who we are. Something else is also our spirit or soul, but that is not a conversation for today. So I think you should start a craft, start a new hobby or craft if you'd like to going into the new year, because if you love it enough and get good enough at it, maybe you will want to do handmade holidays and you'll have enough time to actually plan that through properly if you start the end of December going into January. So, I love crafts. I love being creative. I think everybody has that in them. So, just kind of recap there. Everyone can be creative. Everybody can do some kind of craft. Maybe you're not the most crafty, where you could pick up any kind of craft and do it. Like I've mentioned knitting and embroidery and all these things. I will say I cannot crochet. Cannot do it. Knitting and crocheting are two totally different things. Can't crochet to save my life, and I freaking hate doing it. I've also tried to pick up, like, making pretty wreaths for my front door. Hate that, too. Won't do it. <laughs> so it is okay for you to try some crafts and go, wow, that was not fun at all, and never do it again. That's okay. And you don't have to have a wide range of crafts. Like I like scrapbooking. I like embroidery. I like knitting. 
but I don't, I do try new things sometimes, but like I've kind of found my things, you know, that I like to do. And that's okay if you have your things. It's okay if you have five different crafts you like doing or just one craft that you like doing. And I think crafting, we think of some of the big stuff like knitting and crocheting and scrapbooking, but it really could be so much. Maybe you're into making ornaments for a Christmas tree. Like it can be so many different things. I would love to see what you can create. So if you are going to try a new craft of some sort in the next couple of weeks, please feel free to share it with me because I'm super excited to see what it is you're making. Maybe you're embarrassed and don't want to share what you're making, but you want to just say, hey, I'm going to try this and we'll see how it goes. So thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Happy Hippie Homestead Podcast. Today was kind of on the short side, but that's what I was hoping for. Something nice and short as we get closer to Christmas. This way you can start planning what kind of crafts you want to start coming up in January here. Please feel free to like us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram. I will be posting some crafty pictures in the next couple of days. Really for the next week, I'll be posting kind of about crafting and creativity and some of the things that you can do and try so please feel free to get on social media and respond to some of the things that are on there and as always thank you for listening if you would like to share this podcast with somebody that you think needs to hear it please feel free to do so we've got 56 other episodes maybe in case someone's not the most interested in creativity and crafting But in case they are, please feel free to share this. So thank you for everything. And we are getting closer and closer to the holiday season. I'm just taking a look at the calendar here. Christmas does not fall on a Wednesday. So what that means is I'm going to be releasing podcasts the next couple of weeks going into the new year. So thank you for listening. And I will... Have some more amazing content next week.